Welcome to the Matthew Dark Show, where hypocrisy meets accountability. Sit back and enjoy, or call in and get involved. Ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime. Now here's your host. Take it away, Matthew. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in, welcome aboard. So good to be with you this Tuesday, March the 14th, show 71, right here the Matthew Dark Show, KLZ 560. Before we get started, let us give all due praise. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this time. We thank you for our listeners. We thank you for the hearts that you've prepared for us. We just ask that we take your word, take your guidance, take your courage, and we go out and deploy it all the places that it needs to be heard on this side of heaven. Uh, we say it all in the heavenly name, the precious name of Jesus. Amen. I want to do two things. I want to start out with a great show. Show yesterday, folks. That is one of those staple episodes that you will send your friends to. We're going to recap some of that here as we get later. But before we get too deep into it, uh, I want to recognize two show sponsors, RootsMedical.net, Roots Medical, and Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom. Now, first thing I want to make sure the public understands, Roots Medical, Roots Medical you're going to be, it's all open to the public. Uh, this is March the 30th, 6 p.m. at Roots Medical's facility, 6091 South Quebec Street in the Conference Center. We're going to have pediatrics. Tiffany Barlett uh, will be doing a vaccine talk. If you don't know, now you do know there are 79 vaccines on the childhood schedule today before age six. We're suggesting that an elephant couldn't handle that amount of vaccination, but they want it to go into our toddlers. I have a six-year-old, five-year-old, seven-year-old. I mean, they're just in that sweet spot. They don't take vaccines. But to think, and they're 40 pounds, 30 pounds. Are you kidding me? We are putting 79 doses of vaccine into our child starting at day one. We have already recited the known fact the United States has the number one rate of first day mortality for newborns. That means they die the day they are born. This is in the United States, folks. Why? The vaccination process starts that day. Shame on them all. So come save a kid's life. It's If you have kids, grandkids, if you're thinking about kids, if you've ever heard of a kid, this is information that you absolutely ever, you're going to want. You're going to save somebody's life somewhere, somehow. And how about this? How about preventing your child from having autism or a chronic allergy or chronic chronic autoimmune disease? All those things are specials from the vaccine. Fact, not fiction. Undeniable. The rate of autism in 1980 was one in 10,000. The rate of autism today is one in 35. That is not a coincidence, folks. That is because we are ejecting mercury, uh, aluminum, um, toxicity into our child when it is unnecessary. Why? Well, for profit. Big pharma profit. We're going to go in and show how much money, where that money went after COVID shots were dispensed. Moderna in their financial releases uh, shows exactly where they sent that money. I mean, this is really quite breathtaking. My worry is that people aren't paying attention. People aren't listening. They're so dead inside. They don't care. Stuff like the trans in school, stuff like this really disgusting, incestuous behavior between the government and big pharma and kickback city as people are dying. It's breathtaking. We do have another uh, and then the other show sponsor, Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom. Now, as you ta- heard Brian Ward yesterday, this is um, this is about to start. And I want you to be a part of something special. Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom will be spearheading the legal fundraising for the providers, for the workers that were fired through no fault of their own because they exercised their right to refuse. We're going to call this campaign the right to refuse. Do you want to be a part of it? It's easy to do. You go to Colorado Healthcare Providers for for Freedom. They have their Anadoc account set up. You will get all your tax deductible information set right there. Send Send $5. Instead of going Starbucks, 
go there. $5 times a lot goes a lot of ways. You do two things. You get justice for those that lost their home, lost their livelihood. That's number one. You get to be a part of stopping the next wave of COVID tyranny or MRNA tyranny. That doesn't stop, folks. That continues. It continues in the name of the shingles vaccine, the flu vaccine. They all begin to operate in MRNA technology under emergency use authorization. Do you want to prevent that or do you want to let the next onslaught come in and overwhelm you? This is the moment in time to do something special. I'm recommending you do something very special. What I did was this. I found five nonprofits. It's not very much money. It's 50 bucks. Okay. I found nine, five, five nonprofits. I did $10 on a monthly give. Boom. $50. And you know what? I got to figure, okay, uh, they'll make good steward of it. They'll make good steward of it, right? Because their cause, uh, their identity is wrapped in the things that I want my identity wrapped in, whether that's ministry, health freedom, helping single mothers repair their homes because the man left them and they got two little kids at home working. They don't know how to fix their sink. I think I can do $10 a month there. I think you can too, folks. So I'm going to encourage you to dig a little deeper than you're currently digging. Find yourself a, a cause worthy. If it's not Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom, that's fine. But I can tell you the cause that's not worthy of your money. Starbucks, McDonald's, Netflix, all those are trash. And they're actually working against the very things that you pretend to be a part of. We can't have Disney Plus in our home. Why? They go against every single moral. They're pro-trans. We're anti-trans. We're anti-trans on this show and in our home. We're anti-Satan at this show and in our home. We're anti-an open border. Okay, because why? We're anti-human trafficking and human sexual trafficking. We're anti. We're all against all that stuff. We're also against childhood smoking of cigarettes. It's all the same conversation. Are you pro or against things that harm human beings? If you're for them, you're on your own. If you're against them, now is a time to rise higher than you've been before. It's really simple. Your pocketbook goes a long way. Where we spend our money goes a long way. The things we consume with our eyes, with our ears, with our mouths, with our food goes a long way, folks. Producers of this stuff, they will change based on the way you spend. That is fact. But right now, we're not moving our pocketbooks the way we don't use. We're not wielding the power that we actually have. I've started that process. I encourage you to do the same. That's our two show sponsors, RootsMedical.net, Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom. And of course, you can get to the website um, or email the show. We'll keep you in the loop of all those things. But that is March 30th. Just here in the tech center. Beautiful setting. Uh, we'll have light refreshment, drink, and uh, you know all the players at our organization will be able to speak there, get to meet them, and say, you know, really, do I have a pediatrician that's going to bat for my child? I'll tell you a heartbreaking story in the second segment about uh, somebody that uh, um, did vaccinate their child and it, it, my jaw dropped. My heart sank. My stomach became twisted and tied up. And I, I, I can't believe I just looked at that scenario. Play. I'll, I'll explain that to you here as we get later. But we have a financial crisis brewing. Not a real one, a fake one, um, a la COVID, where they man-made a virus, started in North Carolina, Chapel Hill, that laboratory, they transferred a lot of that research and development to Wuhan, China. Never forget COVID-19, man-made in a lab by the U.S., NAID, NIH, funded by UNI, taxpayer dollars, in a lab, Wuhan Institute of Virology. That is fact. That happened. The bat soup thing, you sound like a nut. The guy who is still pitching bat soup, wet market, natural occurrence, you sound like a crackpot. You sound like you need to be institutionalized. That's how far we've come since day one. 
We already know the timeline. Dr. Robert Redfield, he testified last week, subcommittee on the origins of coronavirus, about how there was much discussion at the time of release. The first known origins of this virus, it looks man-made, it looks engineered, it is spreading to human tissue like we've never seen before. It must have learned how to do that in a lab, not in an animal species. Dr. Fauci said this is no good. This is no good. We have to have a virus because the end game is the vaccine. The end game is mRNA technology in your body. We'll follow the money all the way through, and we know exactly how this thing ended up. Powerful people ended up very, very rich as a result of COVID-19. U.S. Special 19, man-made in a lab, funded by our money. Settle out, set it, set, let that settle in just for a minute to know that you and I were contributors to the production and innovation of COVID-19. We didn't give any authorization to use our funds that way, not one cent. Didn't even get to know about it. And before we got any information, all dissenters were squashed and blasted out. It came from bat soup. It came from a wet market. And if you dare go against it, you'll be silenced on social media. We'll reprimand your license. We might even come after you aggressively, privately in your own domain. That is if you dare said, hey, this looks like a lab leak. This looks like a man who was working on or a scientist who was working on gain of function uh, made something that was really deadly. And now it's out. Now, here's the catch. At its worst, COVID-19 only killed at a one percent clip. That's not very much. Because when you look at what the vaccine's done, it's going to kill far more people than the virus ever has. We've been very early on this show. That we know for a fact the vaccine is far more damaging and far more harmful, far more dangerous to you than ever getting this virus. We never even never even hear about people getting the virus anymore. Our office, our organization used to be flooded with covid calls, covid calls. I'm sick. I need ivermectin. I'm sick. I need hydroxychloroquine. I'm sick. My my, my father's almost going to the hospital. They're going to put him on a ventilator. That used to happen all the time. Fifty a week, probably. Maybe two a month. Maybe two people call our offices a month saying, hey, I've got COVID. I need ivermectin. Why? It's gone. You have natural immunity all over this place. And the virus is so mild at this point, it doesn't harm you. You you don't need ivermectin. You don't need any of these things. Take vitamin D. Take quercetin. Take zinc. Take melatonin. Rest. Don't eat. And wake up the next day and go back to your life. Remember two weeks of quarantine? Triple masking? disgraceful but much like that we now have a fake fake bank crises so you have to start the crises like covid the virus to create the panic the end game is something else what's the end game for the financial crises banks closing down government regulation and this forced manufactured move into digital currencies Whether that's in a fingerprint, whether that's in a chip, whether that's in the vaccine that you've already put inside your body. They can control even liberals, right? Even liberals who are hysterical and saying that they'll um, shame any person that dare walk outside their home. This is the one that's going to bring them to their knees. Liberals are going to be to their knees. But, you know, the one thing I'd say this is even though Democrats today. Even though they don't seem to mind what they're doing to their children. I know I know deep down, I believe 
and I say it somewhat skeptically, I believe Democrat moms and dads love their children. I want to believe that at least. I don't have a ton of proof on the outside, maybe inside their home, but on their outside, Democrat moms and dads are okay with the LGBTQ in their school. They're okay with the Black Lives Matter and that your white children is scum racist and should kill himself. They're okay with that because that's happening right now in our public schools. They're okay with an open border and the, the, the human toll, the trafficking, the, the tragedies, the disgusting filth that goes on in those treks across the nations. They're okay with vaccinating their children. It is true that more that there's more children of Democrat parents that are vaccinated than children of Republican parents that are vaccinated. That is a fact. You can call and dispute that any time, 303-477-5600. So on an outward perspective, Democrats are not showing their love to their children because they're not defending them where they needed it most. I don't see Democrat parents at school board meetings saying, get this LGBT, LGBTQ crap out of our schools. I don't see that at all. I see conservative or Christian parents rising, and it's a small percentage there, too. I see pro-life type people. Oh, and by the way, Democrat moms and dads are signing off on late-term abortion all day, every day. It's hard to say you love your kid limitlessly as you're willing to watch infants be delivered and then slaughtered. That's what happens in America. That's what no, no restriction late-term abortion means. So we, we are questioning Democrat moms and dads. But I know one thing that Democrat moms and dads will respond to is their checking account just being frozen arbitrarily because they didn't comply with X, Y, Z. I know that happens. I know in a digital currency universe, the government can do that blink of an eye. You can freeze that account. How quickly can your credit card stop your purchasing power when they suspect fraud? Instantly, right? How would you like it when the government can do that with your checking account? Because now you're all in on a digital currency system controlled by the Federal Reserve in which, yeah, it's your money for the most part provided X, Y, and Z happens. You don't get to a system like that quickly and overnight without a crisis manufactured like these banks, closing banks down, closing the 16th largest bank down, putting in now new government backstops and regulations. You don't get there. The end game is full dominance by your government over you. And I don't know that Democrat parents have felt enough pain. We've talked about this many times. Maybe Democrat parents do need to see LGBTQ come into their own living room, in their own bedroom, in their own home before they respond. Maybe Democrat parents do need to see the tragedy of fentanyl come into their own home before they respond. We're telling you, don't let it go that far. I'm telling to you, begging and pleading with you, it is your representatives that you have laid down for, sworn, sworn allegiance to. That's why we have LGBTQ today. That's why we have an open border today. That's why we have vaccines going into the arms of six-month-olds. It's because Democrat parents didn't rise to the occasion when it came to their kids. I'm calling you out. Look at yourself in the mirror. Do this step away, coming back, coming in, going in, going on. We'll get Shimei in. We'll get Luke in. We'll do the whole thing. Just getting started here. The Matthew Dirk Show, KLZ 560 on a Tuesday. Come 
Ladies and gentlemen, your attention please. This is a special announcement from Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom.com. COVID-19 vaccine injuries are real and more common than you think. Injuries include thyroid dysfunction, cognitive impairment, severe insomnia, menstrual irregularities, testicular cancer, liver dysfunction, multiple sclerosis, arrhythmia, brain tumor, suppressed immune system, and more. Informed consent requires your healthcare provider to inform you of the risk, benefit, and alternatives for the proposed medication. If you or someone you love did not receive informed consent prior to your vaccination, please visit Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom.com for resources, healing, and to report your injury. Vaccines are safe. Please. They are the safest vaccine I have ever seen in my career. The most important thing you can do to prepare for your holidays is to get your updated COVID vaccine. And yet some people still are not getting vaccinated. That is very frustrating. Stay informed and stay safe, Colorado. Hello, Colorado families. Roots Medical here. How great would it be to have your entire household under the care of one trusted medical center? At Roots Medical, newborns to seniors and everyone in between will always receive personalized and diligent health care. Specialties at Roots Medical include pediatrics, hormone replacement therapy, thyroid, gut health and nutrition, well women, and annual exams. Roots Medical has insurance and self-pay options, as well as virtual and in-person appointments. For more information, visit rootsmedical.net. Roots Medical, getting to the root of your health care concerns. All right, back with you, folks. So good to be with you. Uh, this is show 71, March the 14th, a Tuesday. You know, we're going to get up to these getting teased into spring here. Feels good, doesn't it, Luke? Yes, it does. Okay. Now, we're coming up to 70. I know as soon as tomorrow. Uh, I will be gone Thursday, so it'll be all Shemay. But welcome in, Shemay. You know, it feels like it's been a century since we've had you. Um, Welcome in. How are you this morning? And I know we're going to get to some stuff middle of the show about our state GOP stuff. But, you know, what do you think about this thing? I mean, you know, so they didn't. This is my theses is that they didn't respond to the lockdowns. Democrats said no problem. All good on the mass. All good on the virtual learning. All good on the masking of my two year old eight to five Monday through Friday. And if they want to go play at a you know jumpy house or whatever, they they didn't respond to that. They didn't respond to the vaccines. Five of them a year. They were willing to do all that. Do you think Democrats would have would they respond to the idea that the government now picks and chooses where they can go? Because this is all part of the 15 minute city, too where you can go 15 minutes away from your home. But do you think Democrats will respond to the government, the Federal Reserve, uh, being in charge of how much you can spend, when you can spend it, and certain guidelines that you must meet? I'm hoping at least something like this will get them to wake up, but they seem pretty dead. What do you think? I hope that they would wake up and see what's going on. But it seems like so many people in our society are okay being told exactly what to do. Like they're okay being told by the government. Like they have daddy issues or something yeah. like that. They're like uh, might oh, be godless. Yeah, you know, um, something else that's interesting is that when uh, women, the majority of women are like white women are uh, liberal and single as well. And so the women, your heart wants to have somebody who's directing and telling you what to do a little bit, you know, in terms of like that covering, that protection. Um, and if you're not married, then the the role who steps into that is big government. Ugh. And so I kind of question some of the decision making. I mean, they want to be taken care of by the government. Um, and oh, so who goodness. knows? I mean, I, I, I have no hope. Actually. Well, you know what? I think you're right. You, you know, it might be 
I want to just give a message to our single white women out there that are seeking for some kind of comfort that you go get that at church. You can get that this weekend, any Sunday, any time, because guess what? That's where your best men are. Men are faithfully serving. their. That's where you find great men. That's where you find great stability. That's where you find a home. And that's where you begin to get plugged in and involved. So you might be right. Here they are. They're desperately seeking that protector. And because the, everything in this world now is so fear-based, can't do this, do this, oh my gosh, this, if you don't, this, threat this, that's how this world works. Okay, well then here's the government saying, well, we can take care of you right now. Now we do need you to get five vaccines. We do need you to vaccinate your child. We do need you to do as we say when we say it without inti, you know, lip. Yeah, they're, they're falling, you know, subject to that. So I do think you're right about that. <clears throat> um, and the idea that we've done that to the black community, we've gone and done yeah. that to the black community, black women. Hey, you don't need to have a man at home. We want to break up the black family and then we will put you on welfare for life. You can have eight kids that don't have a father and will become their father. And what did that do? It led them to incredible poverty and incredible violence, incredible terror in our inner cities. Excuse me. It is a fact, not a fiction. Our inner cities are some of the most violent places in the world. Go ask Compton. Go ask Detroit. Go ask Baltimore. Go ask Atlanta. Atlanta, okay, that's because we remove father, we remove family, we look to government as idol and said, oh God, what? That's exactly what happened in that community, and they're doing it right now, and it's working because they've divided, yeah. you know, significantly, Shemaine. Well, and what's going to happen is like small businesses or that entrepreneurial spirit is going to just dwindle and die. Mm-hmm. Because how are you going to have a, you know, build a business in this 15 minute city? You oh, know, gosh. all of that in, in excitement to, to build a have a restaurant or a storefront or anything like that government's just going to overtax that and you're not even going to have space to do that and like look at what they did with the indians you know like Mm -hmm. what is a reservation other than a 15-minute city and how flourishing is that space it's not it's not there's a lot of tragedy there's a lot of toll there's a lot of depression a lot of alcoholism a lot of gambling Mm -hmm. Uh, talk about a discarded society, the Indian reservations, you're 100% right. I guess they might have a little bit better off than, say, like our black inner cities because they're somewhat left alone, even though they still are drug-infested and violence-obsessed, and there you know, a lot of domestic violence in our Indian tribal nations. Um, you know, But again, that's because U.S. government got involved, not because those people are wrong-spirited, wrong-hearted. Our government said, you know, they led them to sin, led them to, you know, a society where you can't flourish in that. You cannot flourish in the inner city right now when you're told you're scum, you're never going to make it, when the schools suck. What on earth do black kids in the inner city have what do they need learning trans stuff that has nothing to do with their life and their struggle their struggle is they got to be able to read learn write and get the hell out of those places not learn about how to be inclusive for this mentally ill person that walks in i just think it's disgusting i think it's filthy but again we're calling on democrats we're we're talking about people that think they're open-minded or in the middle to jump ship immediately write offensive emails to your state representative that says you betrayed me you crossed me You no longer represent my values because, well, you went after kids because you're sexing up kids. You're vaccinating. Uh, You know, it's just filthy. It's disgusting. I want to talk about this. Oh, I want to recap, too, though, for Brian Ward yesterday. That is an episode. It's show number 70, Apple and Spotify. You can go and send your friends there. We highly recommend 
that if you know of an attorney, have them listen to that episode. If you know of a healthcare worker, hospital worker, anyone who was fired, this is the this is the bread and butter right now. If you were fired for exercising your right to refuse medical experimentation, and let me be clear for the record, we've done it a thousand times, but I think it's important we do it one more time, and we'll do it again tomorrow, I'm sure. Every single COVID shot is a part of medical experimentation. It is an investigational new drug. It says right there it is under emergency use authorization. That is just, unfortunately, the facts. So everyone who took one of those shots is partaking in medical research. As it's been said many times before, you are the experiment. You are the case study. You are what we're watching to see how this all turns out. For some people, they didn't last 24 hours. For some people, it was 96 hours. For some people, it was six months. I told a story yesterday. I've had at least two disability claims come through our office in the last week. These are people that are vaccine injured and say they can no longer work, that they need the government to pay for their health care and to buy them food, basically, because they're now crippled. Um, they're psychotic. You know, many cases, these are neurological issues, hallucinating issues. Their life has become so bad they want to kill themselves. So it's heartbreaking. And at the same time, you know, what were you thinking taking this piece of medical research? What were you thinking about? You weren't thinking. You, you, you know, you concede, conceded to fear. And now look what happened. How many times have we said on this show, when's the last time you made a really good decision in fear? Not really. Maybe fighting for your life or running for your life. Those are about the two scenarios in which you can say fear saved me. Fear was my ally. Every other thing from then, it only leads you to poor decision making. Okay, so anybody who's been affected by the pandemic financially or harmed by it physically, and those are two huge categories of people, covidpenalty.com, you need to email Brian, you need to fill out your form. So if you're an attorney, we need you on board. See, we need your help because you're chasing car wrecks and stuff contingency Frank Azar style nah that ain't where the money's gonna be at the money's gonna be as filing lawsuits against entities that thought they had the right to force you into medical research see check it out it's like this so if you're a hot blonde and you get a job at a big firm right and that employer begins to make advances on you and it's really uncomfortable but you know here it goes. And the culture begins to say, why won't you just go out with the boss? And why are you rebuking the boss? And on and on and on. And finally, that boss gets sick of it and says, you're fired. He can absolutely fire you from that job. Absolutely. Right to work state. You're fired. What it doesn't do is it doesn't absolve him from a civil lawsuit by that person for the reasons that you fired him. OK, so it's not a blanket immunity. There were certain conditions to your employment that had to be upheld. And when you're talking about medical research, it says Congress has already said that's the beauty of this thing. Congress knew you had to have the right to refuse medical experimentation. Do you understand that? Okay. so when you understand that you had the right to refuse and you exercise that right. And then you were created a penalty, denied wages, denied health care, denied accrued vacation. That right there is where they broke the law. Because you cannot create a penalty where there is no law. And the laws around medical experimentation speak very clearly on that subject, very clearly on that subject. You don't have to do it. Everybody had the right to refuse. Some exercised it and some didn't. Some said, oh, I don't think I have the right to do it. We've played the clip where the mom 
you know, she wanted to keep her job as a nurse and the hospital says, take this job, take this shot or you're not, you're not working here anymore. She took the shot and she's dead and she left orphans behind. You guys think that's okay in society? I don't. I think that needs recompense. You guys think that the person who had built up a career, bought a house, had children, was often running and then decided not to accept medical research into their bodies, that they should lose their home, start over from scratch. I don't think that's a society that you want to live in. I know I don't. So this is a moment in time where you rise. You rise and do something about it. It might be as a plaintiff. It might be as an attorney. And it might be as an investor or a donator that says, you know what? I like your cause. Here's some money. I like this person's case. I want to get behind it. I want to see them restored. And I want to see a message sent so loud and so clear. Don't you ever come in here and do that again. Don't you ever think, hospital, blah, 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 that you had the right to force nurses and staff into doing despicable, horrific things. I think it's disgusting, and I think we're going to get recompense. I think we're going to be very clear. Um, VAERS data, I just want to give a running update. We are now up to 2.45 million adverse events reported. Now, remember, VAERS is underreported by a multiple of anywhere between 10 well, this is a big number, 10 and 100, okay? So when you take 2.45 million and you multiply it by 10 or by 100, you're talking about somewhere in the neighborhood of 25 to 250 million adverse events that have been caused by the COVID shots. Okay, I think you have a case. I think you have enough. I think we've seen enough here. Stop complying. Start demanding uh, recompense. Start demanding concessions that your vaccine. We're just now getting to the point where we're starting to accept common day, everyday man knows that this was not a, a natural occurrence. This was from a lab leak, gain of function gone bad. Okay, what happens when the zombies wake up and realize that this shot was full of poisonous snake venom peptides designed to kill you? And guess what? Even worse, your own U.S. government did it. They're the ones in 2012 says we're going to stop every pandemic in two months because of mRNA technology. They're the ones that own the patents. Oh, we got so much to get into. Oh, my gosh. We have been, uh, do this. We'll come back with local. We'll come back with Moderna paying a huge kickback. Uh, my goodness, my gracious on a Tuesday, folks. Coming right back. Bad the Dark Show. God has let them have a reprobate mind. So when you see all of this transgender activity and when you see them want to make laws to protect transgender identity and you know it is absolute and total and utter insanity, you know we've reached the reprobate mind. People can't think reasonably, which means there's no way back to sanity. There's no way back. And because it is a divine judgment on them, God doesn't interrupt the course of their thinking down this path of sexual revolution, homosexual revolution. I used to wonder what in the world the reprobate mind could be, but we're living in the middle of it. It is insane, it is irrational, it is ridiculous, and yet it is so strongly in our culture that the society and its leaders are making laws to protect the people who are absolutely insane. Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom is a nonprofit network of healthcare providers committed to medical freedom and patient choice. We stand for patient rights, medical privacy, informed consent, and individualized healthcare. To learn more about our mission, visit ColoradoHealthcareProvidersForFreedom.com. 
Any donation made is fully tax deductible and supports our efforts to protect the health care rights of everyone, especially our children. Again, that's Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom.com. Stay informed, Colorado, and be well. Every family needs a healthcare team that has your child's best interest as top priority. And Roots Medical is proud to offer exactly that. At Roots Medical, we strive to empower and educate both parent and child about the importance of gut health, how to implement healthy changes in the home, and of course, all the benefits that come from a fully optimized immune system. Same day and sickness appointments are available and easy to schedule. For more information, visit rootsmedical.net. That's R-O-O-T-S medical.net. Roots Medical, getting to the root of your healthcare concerns. There's a lot of me I don't like, but I come just as I am to you, and I know just what you're gonna do when I need grace. Uh, everybody, back with you, back with you. Now, let me do this. Uh, we'll get into Shemay's Local. I know we had that state GOP vote over the weekend. This segment sponsored by Roots Medical. Roots Medical, getting to the root of your health care concerns. Pediatrics, hormones, GI, autoimmune conditions, and, of course, everything COVID. That's Roots Medical, rootsmedical.net. Shemay, what have you got for us? Yeah, so I have two different things. Um, we'll go over what's happening, what happened in our state because we followed a lot of that race. We interviewed different um, candidates, and yeah. I guess we saved the best for last because the winner of this state, Colorado um, Republican Party race, is Dave Williams. Wow, okay, very good. Yeah, he was the last guy we interviewed on, I believe, the Thursday before. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he had a huge grassroots support that happened. Um, you know, it went three different rounds. Um, and, and what happens is that it's a simple majority. Somebody needed to have 50% uh, percent plus one of, of the vote to win. Um, the okay. first round, I think what was most shocking um, in this space is that uh, Tina Peters didn't fare as well as, as you know, I think um, okay. grassroots people would have thought she would have fared. Um, <clears throat> she only, the first round, she only had, she had less than 40 votes wow. um, out of uh, 374. Uh, so, so that was pretty interesting. And um, so they stayed in uh, for that round, um, and Aaron Wood stepped out because um, he had only had 11 votes and and then it went another round and you know still Tina only had 27 votes um, Eric and and Dave seemed to be the two top tier candidates Eric had 147 Dave had 165 and then there was a big hoopla that happened where um, you know uh, Kevin Lungberg and Tina Peters went up to the front and basically like wrangled the mic from from uh, Christy Burton Brown, which was it, it, the room started erupting and yelling and screaming, um, and you know they essentially broke the rules, which is not okay. I mean, you can't, you have to follow, like, you know, the rules that are put in place to make sure everybody gets enough time and space to to say and, and do what they want. But they they declared that they were stepping out of the race and they were in support and wanted their supporters to vote for Dave Williams. So then it went one more round, and Dave ended up becoming the winner um, with 206 votes, making over 54% of, of the vote. So Very he good. is our new chair. Um, cool. We have Priscilla Ron, who is who is the previous vice chair. She was elected for a second term. Um, and then for the secretary uh, round, we have... Uh, 
uh, Anna Ferguson, who who was another grassroots. So the grassroots, they they came in and they they really won um, the whole thing. So it, it was a very interesting space. I mean, I think a lot of people had a lot of of nerve and had a lot of like um, ink going, and it was it was an interesting thing to see. For Tina Peters, this is a really bad loss for um, Secretary of State in this last election cycle, finished third, and it was a dismal third. This was not good. I would imagine this is going to take a lot of luster off of her as far as Colorado politics are going forward, do you think? It it really does seem like her relevance in in this arena is is dwindling. It it really, really does. Because, you know, I think a lot of people went in, establishment people were most scared of her winning. and, and then to see that she fared the way that she did was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and the second thing I wanted to kind of talk about, which yeah. is locally, is our favorite um, Congresswoman, Lauren Boebert. She yes. has an article that just came out in uh, Campfire, Colorado, cool. where she talks about the amendments that she's been putting through um, and how she was able to secure an awesome, uh, you know, rule change standing with the Patriot 20. Um, you know, a lot of people, uh, I was talking to her chief of staff and over the weekend, and a lot of people were calling in like angry at her for doing that or supporting her. And it was a very interesting thing. But what she's been able to deliver um, in the 18th Congress has been awesome. So one awesome. of those is her uh, one of her first amendments that she did was um, to the Rain In Act, um, and it passed in the House. 30, uh, 386 to 31 with a broad, broad bipartisan support. Um, and it requires the White House to post on its uh, public website the inflation impact of executive orders and federal regulations. This uh, ensures transparency, and um, it had a huge bipartisan support, including every Colorado Democrat, every Great. member of Democrat leadership voting for it, like Nancy Pelosi, Adam Schiff. Hakeem, Jeffries, and all that. So that was that was an awesome thing that she you know put forth and 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 made a made made the government more transparent in what we're spending because gosh we're spending so much. Um, her yeah. second amendment requires that the CDC um, to report the numbers of international passengers denied entry into the United States due to the draconian vaccine mandate passed nice. by the House of Representatives under the Biden administration. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know a lot of families have missed out. I mean. There was a Dutch mother who was not able to come pick up her son's body um, because of this thing. There's a Canadian man who wasn't able to visit his fiance on American soil for the last three years. And so um, I like that she's bringing, you know, uh, an awareness to to this rule, you know, like our show talks about all the time with the vaccine. You shouldn't be mandating this. Um, And then finally, she did a Strategic Production Response Act. which was uh, had bipartisan support and um, helps Colorado's third district, which is her district, um, with government transparency to reduce gas prices and make sure American energy production um, is, is like flourishing and, and doing so good. So she's just been an awesome, awesome asset to us, and I'm so thankful um, to have Lauren, Congresswoman Lauren Boeber, you know, um, stepping up and and doing what needs to be done um, in this space. And sh- she gets a lot of a lot of pushback. And there's already another candidate running against her um, even now. So we just need to support her. You can find out more about her um, 
article on Campfire Colorado and uh, her website, bobert.house.gov. You can sign up for her newsletter. Awesome. Uh, we'd like to have her on at some point. I think that'll put you on that uh, booking, Shemay. Great stuff there. And I did see Michael Bennett, of course, U.S. Senator from Colorado. Uh, this was over the weekend, too. He gave some very bad ratings, guidance on border and Biden and Kamala Harris and her efforts. I just think that there's no way that they're going to be able to let Joe Biden continue too much further. They're right now in this period of time where they want to lock in as much hysterical policy as possible, and then they must discard him away. But see, the problem is this is it's not Kamala Harris. It's not Pete Buttigieg. And so there is going to be sort of a scramble for that next piece of leadership. But just think about how bare the barrel is for Democrats. Holy cow. Now, I want to talk about one thing here. As you're talking about COVID and the um, the passports and the travel internationally. So I want to tell you about, so I coach little kids basketball, right? And yeah. one of the kids yesterday at practice, <clears throat> he was showing off his Band-Aid uh, on, his, on his arm, left arm. And one of the other players said, what, did you get a shot? And he said, yep. And the kid said, and I said, uh, what kind of shot? He said, the COVID shot. Now, this is a seven-year-old boy, athlete. You know, he's a nice little player. Okay. And here we are in March of 2023. With everything we know, we still have parents escorting their children. And this was a Walgreens. I saw the sticker. Okay. We st- so what happened first was like, oh. You've got to be kidding me. Yeah. Now, this came from an environment in which you would have never expected a parent to go get their kid vaccinated. But what that tells me is that as Christian as you might be, as conservative as, as you might be, you are still beholden. You are still enslaved. You are still in bondage to fear and government tyranny. I want to be very clear, parents, moms and dads listening, whether you go to church or not, your child cannot have a covid shot. There is not one shred of anything that says a COVID shot does anything but harm your child. That is a fact. Undisputed. Undeniable. Call any time and have that argument with me. In fact, what we know is this. Vaccinating your child increases your child's likelihood of getting COVID-19, Wuhan 19, taxpayer funded by the U.S., made by the U.S. government, and then released by the U.S. government's military. It only increases your child's chance of getting COVID three times. That's all it does. What it also then potentially can do is you have a risk of myocarditis, immune system disruption. There's a plethora of neurological issues. We already know about the extensive autism rates associated with vaccination. This is not a new thing, folks. I, I was stunned. I was in disbelief to know that a yeah. parent at a church is still vaccinating their child with what we know today. There was never an excuse to vaccinate your child, parents. Never. Even when it first came out, even when it was brand new and we didn't know in print every single thing we knew about it. I knew you're never putting that in my child ever. It only became confirmed as people start dropping dead adults. And I've heard this from parents too. the vaccine injured parents. See, I have the. Oh, I have the sneaky inside. I have a cheat because I get to talk to people that are vaccine injured every day. Every day I get to talk to them. And so what what they told me before, they said, I'm so thankful that they didn't have this approved for children when I got mine. 
because you mm-hmm. have a parents and uh, mothers that are decimated by the vaccine. We don't call it vaccine injured. I call it vaccine pulverized. I call it vaccine destroyed. I call it vaccine imploded because their lives don't look nothing like they used to. There is a, a, a film on YouTube right now, anecdotal. I mean, some of these people, I mean, how could you go from a perfectly healthy adult to a paraplegic and the only thing in between was a covid shot and how could you deny and they don't these people in this film are speaking out i know dr rachel corbett she will be on kim munson's show uh this thursday morning and she will talk about that film but just the the deaf ears that the vaccine injured are falling on it's breathtaking but i actually can't so i don't know i'm actually going to have to get some counsel on you know what's my right as just an everyday citizen armed with a with a lot of knowledge i'm not gonna lie folks i know a lot about covid i know a lot about what's going on right now what's my right to go up to that parent and say i need to talk to you because you just did something very harmful to your child and i need to help you so that you don't do this again and again and again you're going to kill your child now unless they're getting a saline fake one now i don't put that past pfizer to just put saline in your your vaccine and call it that they don't have to run any of this stuff by the fda they don't have to put any of this stuff you know hey is it okay if we change the ingredients in an emergency setting pfizer can change the ingredients of their vaccines up to 49 percent up to 49 percent of the ingredients can change to whatever they want it to be and they don't have to tell anybody there's nobody inspecting these facilities are you kidding me no but that brings me to my next point so parents just so we clear on this do not vaccinate your child just like don't give your child cigarettes. Don't give your child alcohol. Don't give your ch- child crack cocaine. If you, saw your, if you saw a stranger giving a child a beer, seven years old, do, do you think you'd have the right to say something? Do you? If, if you saw somebody else's child playing in the middle of the street, do you think you have the right to rush to that child and take that child out of the street? I think you do. And this is even worse than all of those. Far more damaging than having a beer. Far more. Are you kidding me? We would be safer with our seven-year-olds smoking cigarettes than taking one or two of these vaccines a year. That is a fact, folks. And if you want to dispute that, our number is 303-477-5600. We can do this all day and night. But here's what I think people really need to get their head around. Um, Moderna. We touched a little bit on this last night. They had their earnings released at the end of This is fourth quarter earnings release at the end of February. So they disclosed at that time a $400 million catch-up payment. I I put that in quotes. It's called a catch-up payment. That's how it was in the article, too. To the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease. That's Dr. Fauci's group. That's his department. He is the head of the NIAID, National Institute of Allergies and Infectious Disease. So Moderna... After doing some $40 billion in COVID sales, at least that's what the government purchased from them, they owed, and $400 million is not that much money when you're talking about $40 billion. It's really not. But $400 million in royalty payments to one department of the government led by Dr. Fauci, the same Dr. Fauci who said the vaccine is safe and effective, the same Dr. Fauci that said COVID-19 came from a bat in a wet market and basically forced out anybody who ever dissented against that. He gave grants to people that would change their story and go along with that line of thinking. We heard this testimony. We know gain of function was going on. The same Dr. Fauci, he is now overseeing the recipient of and dispersing of $400 million in royalties from Moderna. 
I'm sorry, folks, wake up and smell the money. All of this death, all of this carnage at this, you know, the truth was that, yeah, there was some control in there. Um, and there was some, you know, ideas of depopulation in there. But at the end of the day was money. This was all about money from the very, very beginning. You had to have a virus hyped up by the media, hyped up by the government as the scariest thing since the Black Plague. Because why? Without that, you don't get to a vaccine. Without a vaccine, you don't get to these $400 million in royalties. Folks, this isn't hard to figure out. Blind men. Some of our famous blind people, Stevie Wonder, Helen Keller, they're all seeing, oh, I see what happened. This was government greed, government tyranny. And now people like the mom who died and left the two orphans, you think she gets a piece of that $400 million ketchup? You think her kids get a piece of that action? I can tell you they don't. Dr. Fauci, though, who's been making $420,000 a year for many, many years, been a government bureaucrat for 40 years, he walked away with a fat check. There's no way Dr. Fauci didn't profit, at least personally, $50 million from COVID-19. I can tell you that's probably an underestimate. He runs the department that just received $400 million. And mind you, Moderna has renegotiated a deal to pay a low single digit ongoing royalty to the government for the right to dispense and put this poison in your arm. Democrats, are you listening? Do you see what's happening here? Your child is just another cha-ching and they don't care. They don't care what happens five years from now. You think Dr. Fauci what cares how, how your kid is developing five years from now? I know he doesn't. He's 80 years old. Tiny man. If you've ever seen Dr. Fauci throw a baseball, okay, look that up on YouTube. Just go to YouTube and see him throw a baseball, and you'll know exactly why he is what he is. This was a little boy that was probably picked on regularly. And I'm not a, I think bullying's awful. I want all bullies to know that if I see you bullying, you're on notice. I'm coming after bullies, right? I wasn't bullied, but I just have a hard time watching bullying and saying that's no big deal. I think bullying is for cowards and for the gutless. But I know for a fact, Dr. Fauci, probably something happened with mom. Mom wasn't there to comfort him, secure him, lead him to Christ. I know Dr. Fauci got picked on a tiny man that had no athletic ability, a nerdy boy. I know he was picked on at school. I know it began began to cause a complex for Dr. Fauci. And how was he going to get back? He was going to ascend to high levels of government, lying, cheating, stealing, doing whatever he needed to do because he still owed a vendetta to those that made him feel weak and small and little. This is what happened. This is how you get a monster. And that monster all of a sudden got put in high places and money started flowing and power started flowing. And this sick little boy became now the face of evil. He became Adolf Hitler. See, because when you, who cares if you put them in a gas oven or a gas chamber or you put a poison in their arm? Does it matter? They're still dead. Dr. Fauci's worse than Hitler. He knew exactly what he was doing. And he didn't even do it for like global control. He did it because he owed a revenge to those that picked on him as a little boy. He wanted to have wealth and power and status in this country because of what happened to him as a little boy. Just go watch him throw a baseball. You understand. See, things like this don't just happen. The series of events to create a monster like that, they happened years ago, months ago, days ago. They all started in the past to bring us this person. And Dr. Fauci now is the face of the the party responsible for COVID shots going into the arms of little kids all over this country. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not that hard to see what happened. There's another article I want you to go research. www.gpmb.org. Okay, this is okay, and it's titled A World at Risk by the Global Preparedness Monitoring Board. Now, this has been talked about before. 
But this group made a presentation in September of 2019 to some U.S. committee here, but they brought this and it was a hypothetical uh, pandemic. Now, if you go, this is what's so uh, crazy. They're telling you they are advertising to you what they're doing out there. If you go to this website and you'll see this 2019 annual report, it's released September 18th of 2019. A World at Risk is the name of the article or the document. It has a picture of SARS-CoV-2 actually on the front cover. They're not hiding it, folks. They go through and they say, you know, their mission, their goals, mission of this organization, Global Preparedness Monitoring Board, is how do we respond for the great pandemic, the next pandemic. Now, this is, mind you, September of 2019, as it is breaking loose in China. Dr. Robert Redfield testified that the things that happened, government, Chinese government took control of the Wuhan, Wuhan Institute of Virology in September of 2019. He talked about the change in structure at that very lab in 2019. He just testified to this stuff. And now here we have a committee testifying, um, basically making their case that the next, out of nowhere, the next pandemic is on its way. And here's what the heads of rich G7, the great countries of this world, must do to be prepared. And, and this, is what it, this is what it says. Uh, they tell you all this. And our leaders followed all this. On the front cover, mind you, is a SARS-CoV-2 virus. Okay, so they have a picture of it already. They knew already. Okay, here we go. Um, it, it, it outlines some bullet points, some things that heads of state, presidents, FDA, CDC, must do to thwart this great risk. Heads of state must commit and invest all resources to stop the spread. We saw that happen here, did they not? They said, here comes trillions of dollars to flood the stock market trillions of dollars come flooding in for the ppp loans we're going to start paying people to stay at home government said we're all in on that throw out every window here's us unlimited funds to make sure covid19 is stopped we go into operation warp speed and the de- supposed development of these vaccines on and on we go Uh, These countries, Great Britain, the United States, Australia, New Zealand, all these countries, it also says you must lead by example. So isn't that consistent with our hysterical behavior? If we're trying to get the world to buy into a fake emergency, United States, you need to operate like the world is crashing. Uh, France, Great Britain, Germany, you must all behave and model the behavior of hysteria so that the rest of the world falls in line. This is what their document says to do, and we saw it happen. Okay, appoint, high level, appoint a high-level coordinator to disseminate the pandemic. That's Dr. Fauci. We appoint Dr. Fauci and the CDC, essentially. These are going to be our faces of the pandemic. We want all people looking at them, focusing on them, thinking only of them. And every word that they say must be treated as the gospel. Every word that they say must be adhered to. And if not, we need to let them know how serious their lack of compliance is. Okay, this is all things happening. Be prepared for the worst. Isn't that consistent with our media response? It says right here in the bullet point. I encourage you folks to have this document www.gpmp.org, the 2019 annual report released in September of 2019. We know we had an outbreak in China in 2019. They knew, folks. They knew. 
It said, be prepared for the worst. What did it mean? Um, We had members CNN with a death toll tracker. Another thousand bodies today. We're dragging them out of hospitals. Now, this was all charade. We're using semi trucks to refrigerated semi trucks to store bodies in. We can't keep it coming enough. Funeral homes can't keep it coming. We can't get enough PPE. We can't have enough nurses. It is the end of times. That's what they told us. Be prepared for the worst. Finances and banks must be all bored, all in on this same contagion. You know, banks were actually allowed to reduce their cash holdings during the COVID pandemic. The Federal Reserve told them that. We do not want to run on banks. You do not have to keep your bank. You can reduce it down to 10% of your deposits. You can have that. Banks had to be involved. The CDC had to be involved. The heads of state had to be involved. The collusion had to come together. The show had to come together. The facade had to come together. Folks, this is September of 2019. We know exactly what happened here in March of 2020. We know that we got the first rumblings of terrible things happening in 2019 into 2000, January of 2020. 2020, January, Dr. Fauci got reports that this thing looks like it was made in a lab. How did this organization know? How did this organization know? That in September, we should be on high alert. (laughs) And it's not like they wrote it the night before. It's a big document. How on earth would they know that? Well, they knew that because gain of function had been going on for a long, long time. Gain of function had been going on for years. In fact, gain of function had been deemed so dangerous that there was a moratorium in 2018. And do you know what Dr. Fauci was doing? He was skirting that moratorium. They were still doing this dangerous research. Why? Because they brought us to the moment of 2019 where they said this is coming. And then voila, within one year, basically, of that document, you've got a vaccine ready to go. They actually had that vaccine ready to go sooner than December of 2020. But they didn't want to release that because Donald Trump might have been given a boost into the election. They suppressed the Hunter Biden laptop. They delayed the vaccine, given credit essentially to Joe Biden, even though it had nothing to do with it. None of them had anything to do with it. This was all set up, folks, and we bought it hook, line, hook, line and sinker. Not me, not you, but your neighbor did. Your friends did. Too many people did. Too many people now have Mark of the Beast in their body, in their arm. And there's no way to undo that other than to repent and believe and get out of this immediately. My goodness, what an hour. We'll come back. What do you say tomorrow, folks? We'll do it again. Until then, remember this. Serve God. Help others. Stay good. Goodbye. with the show on Instagram at the Matthew Dark Show or send an email to the Matthew Dark Show at gmail.com. Missed a show? Download any episode on Spotify. The Matthew Dark Show, live Monday through Thursday at 9 a.m. on KLZ 560.